Welcome, welcome everybody. This is your boy DJ Glory right here on Active FM Ultimate Engines. Sitting right next to me is... Yeah, welcome. It's your boy Sepiwe. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Ultimate Engine. We're coming to you from our studios. Good morning, yeah. good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, so guys, today we have a couple of interesting topics for you. We'll be talking about the different car types, you know. So today we have a couple of interesting topics for you guys lined up. We have different car types and their personalities and how they suit different people. Yeah. And we have basically fittings so how do your fittings suit your car are yeah, they accessories non-approved yeah. you know your accessories just like spiwa said yeah. and then we have safety window films and rules so yeah. basically it's like your smash and grab situations so yeah. guys tune in man it's awesome we're gonna have a lot time here yeah. so yeah yeah absolutely uh, so we're gonna go straight to our news and i've got some interesting news actually that i just came across uh, recently um do you know the company volvo has actually came up with a new system that is actually going to be beneficial to a lot of us wow. you know um they're trying to get rid of the drinking and driving mm -hmm. they're introducing a new technology and system that is going to actually detect if the driver is drunk wow. or not and as a matter of fact, if the driver is drunk when the car detects that in forms yeah. of sensors or cameras, the car is actually going to stop and it won't continue to drive off. So that is an exciting thing that we're looking for. It hasn't been launched as yet. Yeah. Volvo is working on it. I think I, I may assume that they're going to be one of the companies to first launch it. So we're waiting for that. Another exciting piece of news is that mercedes-benz has actually leaked uh one of their concept cars that mm -hmm. they were not actually they didn't mean to leak it but yeah. now we know and they're having a new x class you know that buckies uh, you know the buckies <laughs> yeah yeah those buckies they have a very new nice one it's a metallic mm -hmm. it's all black and stuff they were planning to release it later in the year but now yeah. the pictures have, have been leaked and we see how beautiful it's going to look mm -hmm. and uh, now we have an idea of what the next mercedes x class bucky is going to look like yeah. um as well as a uh, mercedes still sticking to mercedes-benz they're also releasing a new amg 53 as well as an amg cls 53 so those are the new new uh, cars that mercedes-benz will be releasing yeah uh, it's an exciting piece of news um obviously in terms of what's new and uh, lastly hino has actually planned um and revealed something that they uh Pretty much is their vision for the year 2025. Yeah. Um, they obviously want to make things better. They, they're releasing new cars and they also want to make, uh, I know if you don't know it, they obviously do trucks and yeah. um, you know big, uh, big buckies and stuff. They want to do small cars and stuff in private cars now. Mm. So obviously the idea is to make cars with new uh, technology, which obviously will help uh, the world with traffic uh, free accidents, with uh, transporting uh, worry free and safe. They also want to help the people um, to obviously drive cars that emit less Techs, yeah. um, emissions and stuff like that. So their cars will be emitting less tax and they'll be cheaper and they'll be um, the safety the safety of it is going to be much more better. Yeah. So guys, and now we're going into our main topic, our main section. And the first thing that we would like to discuss with you is obviously our different car types. And obviously we have a whole different list, a whole different varieties, which obviously suits different personalities yeah. and usage purposes. Okay guys, so for our first topic, we've got a couple of cars that are lined up and we're just going to speak about them. And the first one is a sedan, which basically, if I can describe it, it has four doors with yeah. a traditional trunk. And like vehicles in many categories, they're available in ranges of sizes from small to full size and basically we have a couple of examples that I could share with you that describe 
how a sedan of different sizes look like. So with your small size, you have your Nissan Versa and your Kia Rio. And if you go to compact size, you have your Honda Civic, your Toyota Corolla, your midsize has Honda Accord and Nissan Altima. And once you move on to full size, you have your Toyota Avalon and your Dodge Charger. So those are basic examples of what we have. Basically long cars, very boring, very yeah. space, you know, cars that normally well, are driven by old people. Why would you say that? Because when I look at a sedan, I see it's more of like the elegant type feature depending on which one i mean i think coupes are much more nicer in my opinion yeah uh, they're sedans but they're still smaller they're easy to park you know i'm all about convenience mm -hmm. i want to drive a car that is um convenient for what i do for where i drive where i park yeah. in terms of my space so i think sedans are boring just had to say <laughs> yeah. okay cool something we disagree on anyway moving on station wagons so station wagons are basically similar to sedans especially in shape they have an extended roof line and a hatch door at the rear which is basically the back of the car and instead of a trunk yeah. so some station wagons like the subaru or audi a4 all road have elevated ground clearance and some rugged body cladding to make them more like a sport utility vehicle yeah. but they are nonetheless closely related to sedans yeah. wagons have fallen from favor during the past few decades and there are relatively few available for sale in the united states so yeah. basically just a quick note on station wagons well i don't know for me i just feel like station wagons are generally a boring car i mean like yeah. when i look at a station wagon i see those mortuary cars where they transport coffins ah uh, yeah <laughs> I'm not well it's been associated a lot with that but yeah. one of the most exciting vehicles for me that is a station wagon mm -hmm. that has actually kind of revived the spirit of station wagons yeah. is the audi s3 or rs3 yeah it has that, is, that car is beautiful yeah. um yeah nice two big pipes at the back i love mm -hmm. the sound obviously i'm a guy who, who's interested in the sound yeah. more than anything how the car runs the engine so I think uh, with Audi, they've done a very good job with uh, reviving the spirit of station wagons. Well, that's probably the only station wagon I think I'd see myself driving yeah, only because of obviously the speed and the feel of the vehicle. Oh, but otherwise, it's a beautiful car. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, moving on, we're going to our SUV and the full acronym of SUV is actually Sport Utility Vehicle. Yep. And it's also referred to as a crossover. So this has... Um, it tends to be taller and boxier than sedans, offer an elevated seating position and have more ground clearance than a car. Yeah. They include a station wagon-like cargo area that is accessed through a flip-up rear hatch door. Mm -hmm. and Many offer all-wheel drive. The larger ones have three rows of seats. Sizes start from subcompact. So if you notice, there's a difference in between the previous cars. Yeah. Now we've moved on to SUVs, and this obviously because it starts at the size of subcompact, it yeah. tells you that an SUV is larger in size. Yeah. And it's they go all the way to full size. So an example of subcompact SUVs are Hyundai Kona and Nissan Kicks, and you have your full size, which are Ford Expedition and Chevrolet taboo luxury brands offer many suv models in most of the same categories yeah so basically what are your thoughts on suvs great cars obviously big uh but not for me I'm, um i have such a small frame yeah you know uh, i think most most people who have small frames actually don't look nice in suvs yeah obviously you only see the head <laughs> the car is so big and stuff like yeah. that so they're wonderful cars they I, I feel like they're a bit overpriced but they're good i mean for family man obviously yeah. if you're looking for space um, also a lot if you're adventurous if you like to go out to these areas uh, off-road a lot yeah um, they're nice cars to have um, but uh, not my cup of tea mm -hmm. uh, but I enjoy seeing them and I, I, I believe that 
yeah, like some people out there love them and yeah. stuff, but you have beautiful cars and quite pricey. That's that's what I what, what I feel about it. Yeah, you know, one thing I thought about when you mentioned that you're a small frame type of guy yeah. and you can't be in a big guy, it just made me picture this weird picture, like if everybody could see it, like you just see this man in a big car and then you see him wearing those big shades in the hot sun. It just yeah. looked weird. But anyway, <laughs> as for me, I don't know. I don't have a problem with SUVs. I feel like they're nice. I like big stuff, you know, yeah. guys. Depending so you, on which one. Yeah. I mean, I lo- okay, wait. The Range Rover is a very nice car. Definitely. Uh, the BMW, I think, X-Series, is, X-series they always release yeah. very nice cars. Uh, there's boring ones like Mitsubishi, Pajero's. There's yeah, very boring ones like uh, I don't like any any SUV from VW. Yeah, yeah, but um, there's there's quite sporty ones that look very cool. Porsche is one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great car, I have to say. Okay, so moving on to our next vehicle, which yeah. is basically a pickup truck and <laughs> your style. Okay, yeah. I see this looks kind of like an american type of car but anyway a pickup truck has a passenger cab and an open cargo bed in the rear yeah when they say cargo bed what exactly do they mean by that they're obviously talking about the 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 load bin at the back yeah obviously um with most buckies what i love is that you know there's accessories that you can fit yeah um that actually may soften it up and you can actually use it for like a normal boot space. Yeah. Obviously, you can use it for rugged things to obviously carry equipment, but you can also carry um, like very fragile stuff. Um, so you, depending on the application of the accessory that you use, and so it also helps to um, conceal some of your private things as well. Yeah. But they're talking about the, the, the load bin at the back. Yeah, so basically we just had to give you that description because like for someone that doesn't know cars, for like me, I didn't know what they meant by cargo bed. So I was yeah. thinking, ah, you can put a bed at the back instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you, you, you probably can. Yeah. It d- d- depends. I mean, they, they are also designed sponges and stuff. Mm-hmm. You find most dealerships actually do sell. Like I once uh, worked for Toyota, we did actually have a sort of sponge mm-hmm. that you could buy and uh, they'd obviously cut it out for you nicely. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you can actually use it for a bed, but it's it's called a bed because of the flatness because of, of it. Okay, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. So anyway, virtually all pickups offer some form of all-wheel drive or part-time four-wheel drive. Yeah. The latter off-road use only. With one exception, the mid-sized Honda Ridgeline pickup bodies are cabs mounted to separate steel frame. The Ridgeline is more like a crossover with the rear section of the roof looped off to expose a cargo bed. Yeah. Currently, pickup trucks come in two sizes in two size categories mm-hmm. full size and mid size yeah so yeah that's basically what we have for pickup truck and now moving right along we have our coupes which yeah. is basically i believe one of the most renowned cars you know a lot of people like to speak about this car here it's yeah. pure speaking about it a I lot talk about it yeah i prefer a sedan especially yeah. if it's a coupe because it still provides a small frame mm-hmm. like i say convenience for me is what works a lot yeah um, easy to park obviously um light in terms of driving something that suits you mm-hmm. you know what i mean depending on the size obviously you get your sports coupes like your m4 yeah um obviously your toyota 86 as we're looking at it but um yeah in, in terms of a sedan like i said i would prefer a coupe yeah so a coupe has historically been considered a two-door car with a trunk and a solid roof yeah. this would include cars like a ford mustang or Audi A5, or even two-seat sports cars yep. like the Chevrolet Corvette and Porsche Boxer. Recently, however, car companies have started to apply the word coupe to four-door cars or crossovers with low sleek roof lines that they deem coupe-like. 
Okay, this includes the vehicles as disparate as Mercedes-Benz CLS sedan and BMW X6 SUV. So anyway, what are your thoughts on that? Because like even me, I, sometimes I get confused. I used to differentiate coupes with like when I would compare them, I would see a coupe and I thought of it as a two-door car and all of a sudden I see four-door cars. But at that yeah. time, I wasn't aware of the change in yeah. the name. So what can you say about that? Yeah, well... Um Obviously, you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you came to your senses. You got the right information. <laughs> um, oh, it's obviously more sporty, but it's like a, a, a small sedan. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be more sporty. It's meant to uh, obviously look um, like very, very nice and slick in terms mm -hmm. of the design. Um, depending on the person that you are, what you like and stuff like that, you can use it for anything. If, if, if like the sporty ones, you can drift, so it drifts easily as well. In terms of the aerodynamics, um, the nice design uh, accommodates a lot of people. If, if, if you're a classy person as well, yeah. you want a, a, a certain car, but you know, obviously, you want a smaller type of car. It, it, it's a very nice car yeah. to, to have, you know. Um, they also have the four seats, which mm -hmm. are also nice coupes, so because you can still accommodate more people. Yeah. Obviously, uh, except the disadvantage that they won't have their own doors, mm -hmm. but you can still fill up the whole car with four people and take your friends anywhere, and yeah. but still have two doors, which is nice for if you are a family man as well. Yeah. So moving on to our next car, which is convertible, yeah. and most convertibles have fully power fabric roof that folds down, but few have to be lowered by hand. Yeah. There are also a number of models with retractable hardtop as well as several unusual Corsi convertibles yeah. called target tops like the Mazda MX-5, Mayetta RF and the Porsche 911 target. I hate, I hate convertibles. <laughs> why do you hate convertibles? I don't convertibles? know why, I just hate convertibles. When I see one on the road, it, it looks nice and everything, yeah. but it, it's, for me, it's like you, you require so much attention, you know, that you need to be seen like that, you yeah. know? So, um, it's a lovely car to have, but uh, for me, it's for people who love attention. Yeah. You know, they want to be seen, look at me, you know. Um, I, I, prefer, I prefer to be private. Yeah. I prefer to have my, my, my air coming in from the side of the window. Yeah. You know, um, I think when you see a convertible, a lot of people get tempted to sit you know, on top of the seat. And then now, you know, they want to they wanna show their faces and stuff like that. But yeah. that's obviously what I think. Um, they have beautiful cars, but personally, I really do not love convertibles. You know, it's a good thing that you said you think, because yeah. I disagree with you. Yeah. Because convertible, I feel like, apart from other cars, like this car is very elegant in the way yeah. it looks. Especially with the drop down, you know, yeah. that time when you've, you know, you're hitting that speed, like you're driving down through yeah. the wind and then you can feel it nicely, yeah. you know. I believe, okay, yeah, maybe with some people it has to do with a little pride, yeah. but I believe also it's a cool car. You Have know? you seen how, how, how a guy would obviously pull up in a traffic light yeah. and they will obviously um, pull the roof top <laughs> open and obviously now we have yeah. to watch the whole roof the whole, open yeah it's gonna, like a movie scene you know you know come on it's too much bro and most cars actually you need to have stopped uh, completely for the for the whole rooftop to actually you know yeah. come off completely and most cars i think a few cars you can do it while the car is moving but mm -hmm. most cars you need to have stopped you know so it's yeah. also a disadvantage for you yeah basically really, it is. so moving on to our next car which is a very interesting yeah. type of car and these are sports cars so these are the sportiest hottest coolest looking coupes and convertibles put together low to the ground sleek and often expensive they yeah. generally are two seaters but sometimes have small rest seats as well yeah. cars like the porsche 911 and Mazda Mietta are typically sports cars but you can stretch the definition to include muscle cars like ford mustang yeah. and dodge challenger yeah. then there are the high-end exotic dream cars with sky-high price tags for the 1% cars like the Ferrari 488 GTB and the Aston Martin Vantage which 
stop traffic with their spaceship looks? Yep, uh, for me, Porsche 911, you mm -hmm. know, I just think of an emergency situation, yeah. you know, like somebody called 911, <laughs> something like that. But I really yeah. love the Porsche, it's my favorite car. Okay, so yeah, just personally, my thoughts on sports cars, sports cars are awesome. I basically see myself driving a sports car one day, yeah, someday. But then, yeah, yeah sports cars, I mean, like they're cool, they're fast. They are good in terms of performance and everything, and basically, yeah, like I see myself driving in that, in that supercar, you know, my Lambo, which should come in for Lambo. You, okay, yeah, no, that's, that's that's a very nice car to have. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got a message on my wall actually in my yeah. room uh, that says I love Lamborghini. You know, obviously I also actually kind of love it. It's just yeah. that Porsche comes first. Okay, um, I see. the nine one one, but um, it reminds me every day of obviously the day I'm gonna own my Lamborghini. Yeah. I used to work for a dealership right across. There was a Lamborghini dealership. Oh, yeah. What I realized about Lamborghinis is that one when you find that when you find a certain color, mm -hmm. there's actually only one of that color in the country. For real? I used to see a green or like a like a really like spe a specific green yeah. or specific blue, and then you find that that specific blue is the only one in the country. You yeah. can you may find other shades of blue. But that specific one is the one that you will own and that's a special thing about it yeah you know what i mean i think obviously individuality you know mm -hmm. obviously the cars the cars is, is, a, is a premium luxury car yeah so you want to, to to feel special when you drive it yeah you know what i mean so moving right along to our next topic yeah so um we also uh want to discuss to you guys um with the vehicles and their personalities um so obviously you may find that different people buy their their different vehicles according to how they like and how yeah. they want to do things and stuff so i'm just going to talk generally i won't specify the cars i'm just going to say for example small cars medium cars and and so on so uh with small cars there's actually been a research that was um, advised and it actually revealed that those who drive smaller cars are often environmentally conscious yeah. and they prefer high density neighborhoods <laughs> so i'm um, obviously different to other types of drivers mm -hmm. they they're concerned about the big city they obviously ha have a high concern uh, about the fuel efficiency yeah. they want to drive cars that are easier to park I've, i think i've mentioned this like three or four times in the yeah. show about the convenience of having a, a car that will be convenient to you and conducive to your environment you know yeah. what i mean um, so obviously most people with small cars actually are described as workaholics yeah. um, they are, for some reason actually the study also reveals that they are status seekers um, obviously they're trying to reduce the carbon footprint and they want to try and find a, a decent parking spot yeah. so it's for them it's all about getting quick to a place from one to another yeah. obviously grabbing the quick breakfast grabbing the quick coffee not struggling in terms of getting there mm -hmm. and um, i think really really it is important to obviously own a car that you feel is is conducive to the, your lifestyle yeah. that you, you want to live um so obviously small cars are like vw cars obviously kia picantos yeah. obviously you find uh, a lot like citrions there's a lot of small cars there obviously these new renault quids yeah obviously those are the small cars that a lot of people would prefer maybe toyota igos yeah. uh, maybe ford um, fiestas you know there's a lot i can mention um but um we're also moving on to the mid-size sedans we obviously spoke a little bit about them earlier on but now we're talking about the personality yeah and obviously we're basing it on research and there's also been uh, uh um, some 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 status uh, research that has also revealed that people who love sedans are boring people <laughs> all right i've said this before even research says that they're okay. boring and um, obviously it indicates that they often have more sensible and business-like uh, disposition yeah. it was found that drivers of sedans are more likely females actually 
financially and are relatively uh, have high income. Yeah. Um, so I think so. Obviously, that's where you uh, you see your your luxury cars like the Mercedes, your BMWs mm-hmm. and stuff. And funny enough, I would agree. Actually, those those cars are owned more by ladies and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, looking all classy and looking all intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, making sure that guys don't approach them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so um, in terms of the American-made uh, sedans, the owners tend to. Um, be nationalistic and they, they they're not very open to grand and sudden changes so obviously i think that that's the typical investor that's the type of person that would own a car for quite a while uh, obviously maybe four or five years and they change it for a similar brand yeah. just maybe like a higher class mm-hmm. so they're very conservative and like i say more than anything they can afford yeah uh, obviously like i mentioned uh, earlier on that's your bmw that's your mercedes-benz that is your audi's uh, obviously, that's your Volvos. Yeah. Those are the nice classic cars that we see. Obviously, the beautiful people with a uh, nice high income mm-hmm. drive these days. And then we have um, luxury cars. Yeah, I think we've 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 went through a few. Uh, obviously, during the show, mm-hmm. those are your high class BMWs, your M4s, your Mercedes Benz. Obviously, your 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 Porsches. You know, you're talking about your your your, your Mazdas as well. Your your Aston yeah. Martins, your Ferraris, your Lamborghinis. Those are the sport, the luxury cars that we're talking about here. They also luxury, but they also sport. Yeah. And it is found that uh, life of a luxury um, is actually um, owned by status seekers. Wow. You know what I mean? They're more yeah. prone to driving longer distances. And these owners tend to be older. Um, I think I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Most of them are older people. They've worked their whole lives. Obviously, now they want to, um, you know, be free of obviously. Yeah work and just showing what they have done uh, with their lives and stuff like that um, the owners um, um, that generally have a higher income as well yeah. Psycholo- in psychology they drive um, they they consider independent mm-hmm. and obviously they profit orientated they yeah. are workaholics but they're known as achievers so those are the type of people that would drive the luxury cars yeah. they just want to show that you know what I've made it yeah. um, I think that's pretty much what you see when you look at their face like when you're on the side of the road like I've driven like different cars and stuff and sometimes you pull up on the on the traffic light and um, you look at the guy next to you who's driving a luxury car and you find <laughs> that their car is so nice and you look at them and you know some of the, so sometimes I'd actually just want to say hi like you just want to make hand <laughs> signs that your car looks very nice yeah. but they don't even look at you you know they yeah. look at other people and they kind of look down on they them look down on you know? yeah. but obviously that's, that's their personality and therefore yeah. that they deserve it um, then we're going to move right along to your sports cars yeah. uh, obviously those are your fast cars man um, more, more than anything obviously like really like Ferraris now mm-hmm. Lamborghinis you know your McLarens those are the guys who um, yeah. you know are also are adventure seekers um, uh, they own sports cars and they're very energetic they're mm-hmm. very feisty and they, they love to live life fast yeah. you know what I mean they um, their sport cars owners they have degrees you know what I mean they, yeah. they, 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 they're high class they're very, they have very high income most of them are business owners you know these people fall under the category of emulators yeah mm. It's a funny, actually, a thing to, to, to read. These yes. people tend to be younger as well as financially unstable. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, it, well, they're driving. S- s- I mean, I don't know if maybe it's got to do with their personalities or yeah. maybe they passed. Maybe if they didn't always have the money, maybe now they feel that they need to have the sports cars, even though it's not necessary, yeah. just to show off. You know what I mean? Um, they're just people with, with obviously big heads, but um, mm-hmm. uh, obviously they, 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 they find a need to prove a lot yeah. in terms of uh, what they're owning. And they, they, they're just the type of people that will be on your face in terms of what they have. Yeah. So that's the kind of personality of the person who drives the sports car. And then uh, we also have trucks, yeah. you know, um, obviously in America. 
uh, they refer to trucks as normal buckies. Yeah. Uh, but in South Africa, we refer to trucks as trucks. Yeah. Like they, they, they literally trucks, like two, one ton, two ton, like the big ones. So this is the category of drivers who obviously belong um, to, they, 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 they own their businesses and stuff like that. Or some of them then might not own their businesses, but they just prefer to be away, you know, stuff like that from their families. They like long distance driving. Yeah. They do have cars of their own, but some of them don't have cars. Um, they often like high density living situations and tend to live more in rural areas. Yeah. You know, many trucks owners are labeled as workaholics as well, and they are full-time employees working in other service-related jobs or those that require a decent amount of physical labor. Yeah. So they were hardworking people, you know what I mean? They're yeah, actually yeah. not lazy or anything like that. Mm. They, they, they push. I mean, I don't know what you think about these personalities so far. Yeah, um, they're actually very interesting but accurate at the same time. For like example, with the trucks, yeah. you see truck drivers like even driving throughout the night yeah. doing deliveries like yeah. in stores and stuff like that so definitely I agree with the one with the trucks yeah. I mean all these descriptions that actually do fit the personalities and it's very accurate yeah absolutely yeah. and then we have SUVs um, SUVs obviously like I said before not uh, really my thing that much but um, they lovely cars depending on if you are a family man or not mm -hmm. they normally best for if you are a family man so those that drive SUVs are actually uh, often labeled as most environmentally minded people yeah so SUV drivers do typically drive uh, the shortest distances as well compared to other car owners mm -hmm. uh, the average age demographic is often 40 and younger Oh. And these drivers like to live in suburbs, you know, um, yeah. like truck drivers, SUV owners use the vehicle for multiple purposes yeah. and often relating to other work or family. Like I said, they, mm -hmm. they, you know, they have this big car, they have a big family and stuff, but they drive normal, you know, A to B situations, home to work, yeah. um, obviously like just like the small car owner would. And then uh, the last one is the minivans. Yeah. The minivans is obviously uh, more than other drivers. Those that own minivans are known to be considerably calmer than their counterparts mm -hmm. well it depends because yeah well there's other kind of minivans like mm -hmm. taxi drivers and stuff like that and those people are, f are far from being calm <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the, the taxis taxis are like worse in south africa <laughs> the taxi industries are like known to be the uh, the worst drivers ever um but i think maybe they're talking about in terms of personal people here personal, who, yeah. who are owning like their minivans because like even if you check like even in movies when they show you minivans when they show you minivans usually the description that they give it's more like a family type of vehicle yeah and basically like usually you'd see minivan like basically your seven seater and if yeah. you check in movies it would show like a mom or dad yeah. and they're dropping everybody off at school and at yeah. work that's the kind of picture we get off minivans so generally the picture of minivans yeah well, they seem actually quite just generally boring yeah very very adventurous people as well yeah they also enjoy traveling long distances and they have definite um uh, they're not the loner type yeah they obviously like to go with their family if not their family they like to go with their friends you know yeah uh, fans of minivans are more likely to live in suburbs yeah um, they're more middle-aged and they enjoy the family lifestyle you know mm -hmm. it's also no surprise that those who own uh, one of the vehicles um, often nominated for carpool duties yeah. you know, um, obviously to buy such big car just for themselves anyways they don't they, they wouldn't buy such big cars for themselves they do it for the family they mm -hmm. live obviously for, for for doing things for themselves but for the family so they, they want to do things that benefit everyone around them whether family or friends mm -hmm. all right um, so moving to the 
the next topic okay so moving to the next topic uh we also want yeah. to speak to you guys about obviously the importance of safety window films in vehicles yeah. otherwise known as smash and grab mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of people obviously know it as smash and grab yeah. um just obviously want to say before i go into it um it's going to be a very short one um it is very important to actually have smash and grab on your car yeah so many people might see it as 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 a cost or anything like that when they buy cars they think it's too expensive it's actually not even that expensive yeah. most um suppliers would actually uh, sell it for 2000 rands or less mm-hmm. you know um maybe we obviously look around the streets and sometimes we see the windows that are actually dark it's actually not a fashionable thing or anything like that it's actually the window filming that they would have installed in their car and it yeah. helps in keeping them safe so it's a, it's a, it's a huge problem in south africa whereby we've ex- been experiencing smash and grabbers you know in so many intersections whereby people will smash your window and steal your car your 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 valuables inside your yeah. car you know your laptops your purses you know briefcases shopping bags cell phones anything that you have that has a lot of value mm-hmm. is obviously at risk so if you don't have smash and grab it is very important that you consider getting smash and grab in your car it is going to help you what it normally does is that not only does it make your the windows of your car look dark because yeah. a lot of people actually wonder what is that it is a safety film that actually holds it's like a plastic kind of um material mm-hmm. when your window is broken it doesn't break it gets held by the plastic and then for, instead of breaking it kind of shatters yeah you know what i mean so it shatters and then obviously it prevents it kind of prolongs it, it eventually it would break but it prolongs the process of breaking into breaking the car because the, the okay. plastic would hold you know your your window in terms of, it's going to keep on shattering as somebody tries to break it but it's going to keep hold for long and i'm sure eventually someone around will pick up that someone is smashing your window yeah and i'm sure it helps a lot in terms of situations where you on the road because like yeah. just a quick story i heard once from my mom that there was this person that she knows who happened to be driving so she was not the one driving but she was in the passenger seat and someone else was driving yeah so they stopped at a traffic light i think it was late at night in the cbd yeah. and basically as they stopped there were some cars that were driving around you know causing like traffic and stuff yeah, like that and yeah. all of a sudden as they at the traffic light just some dude like smashes the window with a brick and then Ooh. he took a phone and they these people they disappeared so so it's actually not a brick unless maybe in that case it was a brick yeah. but you know um so there's this thing called a spark plug yeah you know i don't know if you know how it looks it's got um it's got some white material around it and yeah. um, that material is so powerful um you just need to break it like a very small piece yeah it's literally as small as a a pea sometimes yeah you know you just need to put it in your mouth i don't know what 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 happens when obviously it gets that moisture but it it it, it heats up yeah and once you take it out of your mouth and then you smash a window it actually breaks a window like a brick For and really? it creates a banging sound yeah it's, um it's not it's not a brick or anything like that but like i said it could be a brick in any other case yeah, when somebody could. doesn't have that but something as small as a literally like a pea maybe a little bit bigger than that like uh, like anything like um you know uh, literally it's, it's not that big mm-hmm. it's it's really small you smash a window so obviously the people that have been targeted like the norm the, the most um common victim would be people that are driving alone in the car so just be careful obviously if you're driving and your windows are are, are all rolled down mm-hmm. you just want to be careful of your surroundings because they will target you uh, criminals tend to focus on female as well you know female yeah. drivers you know knowing that they obviously well likely to chase after them and stuff mm-hmm. so ladies are big victims as well um obviously drivers who are distracted and most vulnerable um those busy 
busy on the cell phone as well as cigarette or in the, or just busy with something that is distracting them yeah. and then uh, some of the uh, obviously uh, situations whereby um, people might be victim of vehicles might be um, targeted is if they left unattended yeah somebody is away obviously there's crowds of people and there's visible um, valuables inside the car and then those can easily be targeted so ov- also be careful what you live inside the car you know obviously try and hide it as much as yeah. you can yeah so one of the things that we can obviously advise you guys to try and avoid situations whereby you can be targeted for smash and grabbers is to when driving try to lock all your windows at all times and close all the windows especially when it comes to approaching intersections you know never roll down your windows all the way as much as how how tough you think you are you know just roll up your windows when you get to intersections it's going to yeah. keep you safe um like i said avoid doing that avoid looking um suspicious you know i mean uh, uh like being distracted sometimes just 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 focus on driving it also helps you focus yeah. to obviously have less accidents as well um you know just 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 focus on the road be wary of people standing next to you normally they're going to walk around uh, you will you will see them because they're going to act like they're crossing the road just just look at them as they obviously stop next to your car and look inside and once you start to see that try and hide away all your valuables yeah. and put them under the seat or anything like that uh, just to make sure that you're safe do not put anything on the seat where it's going to be visible because you will be a target yeah. um also um when you're driving late at night um, avoid slowing down in traffic lights um avoid stopping in traffic lights especially when it's late at night obviously we don't encourage you to be unsafe mm-hmm. and obviously beat robots or anything like that but just be safe and watch out because obviously they target people at night and um that's when you you're going to be alone and in most cases it's going to be hard for you to find help yeah. and then also leave some gaps in between um like uh, obviously a 3 meter to 4 meter gaps in between stops like yeah. a traffic light I think that's important as well because Definitely. you want to be able to drive away anytime you know yeah. I don't know if you've ever witnessed like a, a a hijacking and stuff like that but it's always better if you have some space just to be able to run away yeah. um in case anything huge happens you know but most importantly be wary of um roads where you approach the intersection and you see some broken glass um you know on 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 the streets I don't know if you've ever noticed Yeah there's some broken glass on the streets yeah a lot of them yeah no yeah. it's just a, quite a few eh? just know that that area might have might be a high risk for high smash and grabs as well it's yeah. also one of the uh, indicators and that are very indicative of what area it is and yeah. what to expect around there um and then so uh, one of the topics that we obviously going to close the show with is um you know we want to talk about prices so we uh, obviously have a few cars that we you guys normally see on the roads mm-hmm. uh, the common ones um you always wonder how much is this car how much is this car and obviously google is just a click away uh, sometimes you might uh, have went to google and checked it out but sometimes you might not know and you're wondering so for those that don't have the ability to google uh, we just want to help you guys with about 10 cars that are are common in the roads and how much they cost so maybe if you can afford you can maybe consider buying them yeah so our last topic that we want to talk about is obviously uh we our talk is all about cars and stuff like that and um We're talking about the 10 most common cars in the country in South Africa that we see on the roads mm-hmm. and we've always been wondering how much are these cars you know yeah. always asking each other sometimes always arguing and then you know obviously you find that when we have to google and stuff there's just always different types on google mm-hmm. and you know you never really get to see but you just want to know generally how much this car cost yeah. so we have the Mercedes Benz A45 So a lot of people love that car. Yeah. Um or, or many famous people, you know, um you know musicians, actors and stuff 
drive that car. You know, they want to find, uh, people want to find out how much they cost. So that yeah. car, you know, it's, it's, it is affordable, obviously, depending on your income class. You can buy yeah. cash or finance, but uh, the car actually starts from 840,000 rands. That is a base model. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you add on the car, you know, accessories, um, and, uh, you know, some of these dealerships actually charge you for accessories. They charge you for red seats. They yeah. charge you for a different set of rims, black rims, um, you know, obviously a different looking like rooftop. Um, whatever you whatever whatever you add will be additional, but it starts from eight hundred thousand rands, mm-hmm. and that's how much it costs. So obviously, if you've got your money, if you've prepared, um, it, it's probably going to cost you in the regions of about twelve to fifteen thousand rands a month in terms of instalment. Yeah, and our next car we have the Audi S3, which goes for six hundred and seventy thousand. Yep, it's about. Uh, maybe you're looking at a good. 10,000 to, to 12,000 rents per month as well. Yeah. yeah, so that's in terms of your installment. Um, obviously, depending again on what you add on the car. Um, our next car, we're looking at a VW Golf R7. Yeah. Um, it's one of personally one of my favorites. Um, a very lovely car. In fact, uh, I still want one. Uh, in fact, <laughs> the previous shape because yeah. I don't like the new one. Um, that car starts from a 670 as well. Yeah. Very affordable. I know that it can go uh, up to 800,000 depending on what you add. But just just a normal standard performing one is about 670,000 yeah. rands. And for our next car, we have our BMW M4R, which is relatively higher than all the other prices. But this car goes for 1,600,000. Yeah, quite expensive, obviously. Um, yeah. It's a machine. And then we have the Ford Mustang. Uh, it's a two-liter. Uh, obviously, it's a fast bag. Yeah. I love that car. Uh, there's different ones. It starts from 720,000 rands. You get the two, uh, you get the, if I'm not mistaken, it's got two pipes. Then you get the four pipe. Um, just the normal standard one is 720,000 rands. So mm-hmm. in the regions as well of about 13 to 15,000 rands a month. That's what you should be expecting to pay for that car monthly. Yeah, and for our next car, which is our Honda Civic Type R, it's a kind of like a quite a sporty hatchback type of car, and it goes for 635,500 rand. Yep, actually, um, I love that car so much uh, in terms of the whole list. Yeah. I would prefer to buy the Honda Civic Type R mm-hmm. for the reason that is it is not that common on the road. Yeah. A lot of people actually might have not they, they might not know about it. Yeah. Um, it's a very lovely car. It looks fantastic. It, it is very fast. Um, in fact, it goes uh, so much uh, closely hand in hand with the A45 wow. in terms of performance. Yeah. And then we have our Toyota GT86. Um, a bit disappointing for me in terms of the car. Um, Price-wise, it's 560,000 rands plus minus. Mm-hmm. But in terms of performance, I've driven it. It's got the worst performance ever. It's actually <laughs> designed for drifting yeah. more than anything. You know, it's, it's very good with that and stuff. Sliding, tactics and all of that. Yeah. But in terms of performing straight line, I've even got to a point whereby I put my foot down all the way and it still didn't give me the speed I needed. So very mm-hmm. disappointed but you can spend about 560 for that car, which will cost you anything between 12, 13, 14,000 rands per month. Okay, and last but not least, we have our Mercedes-Benz C180 AMG R, which goes for 660,000 rands. Yep, there we go. So those are the, some of the common cars that you obviously see on the road. You've been wondering how much they cost. Yeah. So those, those are the prices in terms of cash, if you've got the money. Okay, 
so those are the cars that um, in, in terms of prices those are the most common cars that we see on the roads you've been wondering how much they cost you you're obviously looking at buying um, those are the monthly estimated cost and those are the uh, cost in terms of uh, cash if you obviously have the money yeah. so um, obviously we've came to the end of our show yeah 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 so guys you can catch us on our social media pages at Facebook it's forward slash activefm you can catch us on Instagram which is at activefm triple seven yep. on Twitter at activefm triple seven and for my men's viewer yep absolutely obviously catch me on Facebook once again not really too much of a social media head yeah. um, straight ahead that's my name and my surname yeah. uh, obviously we're gonna post the link up there um, obviously download it um, obviously catch our previous shows as well yeah. and then uh, you know catch us next time obviously you know we're the ultimate engines are always giving you the best advice in terms of what to what to look out for in terms of when you're buying yeah. uh, not only technical stuff but also the stuff that you need to know the rules and 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 the disadvantages the advantages just generally yeah. so catch us on our next show uh, obviously we're going to be discussing more interesting stuff uh, so yeah guys for all of the viewers that have been wondering if we're ever going to start a page so we have a facebook page coming up real soon it's already up on facebook yeah. but we're soon to upload stuff so yeah you can catch our pages just plain and simple ultimate engines yeah. at facebook so from me glory signing out yeah man thank you so much for joining us have a nice one join uh see you guys next time awesome I'm not the danger, I never claimed it Is this what fame does? Well, this is dangerous I'm not the god, no, I'm just human You don't need to magnify You see that you, I'm just like human Don't look at us different We all just need more grace now
Alternative and close to perfect I'm very far The only true perfection Belongs to the Lord And even if me was me could have never please All you see I could follow the word And do it right you'd say I'm wrong See the man without the sin Can be the first one to shoot say. Please put down the gun it I go back for your point you say Because you hear a fuck Don't believe that it's the true way And if you see me falling down It's cause I'm like you
be done So let your kingdom come Let your will be done We only love to see your son As it is in heaven so let it be done So let your kingdom come Let your will be done We only love to see your son 